This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Bev's Video Kingdom is intended for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Bev's Video Kingdom really is brought to you by... What the fuck? What's up, dude? One of my renters broke the toilet again. That dude takes giant shits. I know what I'm doing tomorrow. Why don't you hire a property management company or something to take care of that stuff? Because they suck, and they take 10%. You know, our dude Hank owns and manages Heritage Realty Partners. I think he said he only charges 5%, and he visits each property at least once a month. That's right. He's always posting beers from the road. You have his number? Actually, I do. His personal number is 805-451-5734. Perfect. Now he can deal with my renter's big shits. Heritage Realty Partners. For all your property management and investment needs. Everybody kind of hit their mics. I we all, like we I, all tried to figure out I went, something. I went forehead. You needed the actual yeah. book, though. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to go for the thump, and yeah. it didn't work so well. Oh, my gosh. Welcome to Bev's Video Kingdom. And we are here, and we're. I'm. I'm still a little hungover from the other night. We can actually. We we kind of. Oh. We we pretended to talk about it last week's episode. Yeah, last week we were making shit up, and uh, <laughs> this week we actually did participate in the release of the BBK three. Yes. Hazy IPA yeah. draft. So we'll day. so we'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, yep. Today we are here. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, one of my favorite movies of all time. This was my pick, and. Monty Python and the Holy Grail, and I'm a little upset because Zach isn't here because I really wanted to hear his take because at the end of the last pod, he said he hates this movie, I think is what he said. <laughs> I, I think that's what he said, and, and we were actually looking forward to his take, but uh, he he had a interesting work moment right. pop up, yep. and uh, we had to excuse him. Yeah, it was it was a good excuse, and unfortunately, he, he won't be able to be here. So, um, and uh, Nate is I don't I don't know what his his excuse is. So we have a ragtag. Nate got signed here. after the, uh, si- the BK oh. <laughs> replace. Yeah, he he got signed immediately, and and uh, he's going to be in a Star Is Born too. Right. Yeah. yeah, electric he, boogaloo. Electric boogaloo. That was one of the. the really actually, it's called acoustic boogaloo. I'm mm. sorry. Right. Hope floats again. <laughs> yeah, Nate. Nate did uh, actually all of the members of BVK represented on stage. We um, did. We did. And it was a lot fun night. Um, before we go any further, there's some other voices that are chiming in. Let's uh, let you know who the heck they are. I'm Scotch Beck, and you already heard Brad talking, and he's drinking right now, so he's not going to talk again. To his left, we have Matt Marlowe from the Real Drunks. 
He's joining us last minute, which we really appreciate. No problem. Very last minute. But hey, I'm always here for you guys. You know that. Love it, man. Thanks for sure. And then we have from a previous show, and I was trying to remember, what show was it? It was uh, Tarantino. That's that's why in my phone, he's actually labeled as Tony Tarantino, because I... <laughs> I oh, yeah. <laughs> that's just the way I do things. Like, I'm uh, when I make contacts, you know, I always add, add yeah. something a little yeah. special. Um, so that, that was the... the uh, Bastards. Glorious Bastards episode. That's right. So uh, Tony um, is joining us again, um, and we just uh, really appreciate you coming on as well. Happy to be here. Another incredible movie to talk about i'm very excited to talk to you about this movie awesome awesome and then to my right uh just hanging out we got my buddy jason whitehead he uh we went to school together he's a big movie fan he's a fan of the pod uh he was on recently and uh ripped nate's ass on notting hill on notting hill Hill. very nice little um yeah uh, what's the term i'm looking for what do we Um, call it we call it manifesto kind of It was yeah. definitely like a mess manifesto for sure. Yeah. So anyway, we, I think I called the the pocket aces manifesto. Ooh, because <laughs> it was while while poker was going on. Right. Was, yeah, there was some poker references for sure. Thanks <laughs> well, for hanging out with us, all you guys. I really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, let's let's talk Python. Before we do that, let's let, you want to talk a little BVK IPA release party. Um. Yeah, we we could save when we Wait, talk about the. Beer. I was say, do you remember it? Yeah, I, yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, I guess we will talk about it for uh, when we're drinking. Yeah, a we, later. when we get our drink with the director, we I think we'll we'll bring it then. Yeah. So, the Holy Grail, nineteen seventy five. What probably I think this might be the oldest movie we've done so far. On, really? On the podcast? I think it might be. Oh, I, and you it know, what, I've be. never thought about that because we do pretty much stay in our wheelhouse. Yeah. And so, um, two of us were alive when it was released. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> Three of us were not. <laughs> so, but, but I, all I know is I remember watching this when I was really young, um, probably too young, but I, I just remember this being a very important movie when I, when I was a kid and just quoting the hell out of it my entire life. And I remember... Uh, uh, we had an English teacher in high school who was actually kind of a piece of shit. Um, we won't go too far into that. Uh, <laughs> I will second that. Yeah, he was, I know names. Yeah, <laughs> he was a dirtbag. Let, let's let's keep us out of uh, any potential libel situations here. But well, I'll just say that, that <laughs> at at my twentieth uh, high school reunion, a girl like went off and was like, this is what he tried to do to me and trying to call me and this and that. Well, he asked out multiple yeah. uh, girls in my class uh, to coffee after they graduated and stuff. And yeah, it was just anyway, hella, hella scummy, <laughs> hella scummy. Oh, and, and we found KY jelly in his uh, desk drawer. Hey, you know what? Yeah. You miss a hundred shots. You don't take. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. 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 Yeah, that's the real drunks, everybody. Oh. <laughs> Cancel them. Hey, four, four out of hey, five. Four my, out of five BPK. My <laughs> listeners know me. Agree that this teacher was a piece of shit. But, so anyway, but, but what I do remember, one good thing about the him I remember is he did a lesson plan for tying this movie into Beowulf, the actual story Beowulf, mm-hmm. and actually made... Beowulf, something that we could understand by using references from this movie, and then we also got to watch this in class, I think. And um, so I just thought that was a, a cool, unique way to make a lesson cool because that because Beowulf's a tough read. That's a very interesting movie to tie that to, right? <laughs> because you could easily have just watched the Thirteenth Warrior, which 
Maybe you. Maybe that came out. It, out it wasn't out when we were. Yeah, that's right. Because you guys, guys are old men. Because we were alive when this movie came out. When they watched Monty Python, they had to reel in the whole little reel to reel, and it was like on a screen. It was filmed. Right. It was pretty awesome. They had to hit play on the cassette recorder to get the sound going. Take off that old sex ed video of <laughs> <laughs> the drive-in theater. So well. I, I don't know. I, anyway, I love this movie. I love that lesson. Um, Brad, uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts on what you think of it. So th- <laughs> there's this is again one I saw probably pretty young, probably before I should have. But my uh, it, it's again it's part of my family. My my family loved slapstick. I grew up on Looney Tunes and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So it was like. This was right in our wheelhouse. And then add in English accents, which I love. Uh-huh. And then the, my favorite thing about this movie is that there was always the the uh, the Castle Anthrax scene. Uh-huh. And I remember, like, I, I think my dad would either, like, fast forward it or something and, like, not let me watch that part. And I always thought, like, oh, dude, this must be just, like, an awesome scene. Like, I cannot wait to, like, you know, sneak somewhere to, and, and, and see the scene. I was like... Oh, they say oral sex. Like, that's it? Right. <laughs> yeah, spankings, though. Don't oh, the spanking. Spank me, spank me. Yeah, that's that's true. But I remember thinking it was going to be like some like wild orgy or something. But Because I also remember that a Monty Python, you know, like every once in a while. Maybe it was a Monty Python. Maybe I'm thinking of Benny Hill. They would have like a boob every once in a while. That was yeah, Benny Hill. Benny Hill. There you go. So I, I thought all the British, you know, they just like to show the the, the tits all the time. And I was I was looking yeah. forward to that as a, as a young kid, yeah. as a young boy. But um, no, I mean, this is a, something that immediately like latched onto and with all the kids at school like we're 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 doing references and stuff and then i know in eighth seventh grade or eighth grade or maybe sixth grade i don't know we actually did a, like a stop motion lego movie based on this like we kind of nice. adapted some of the scenes from that and i remember we did like basically like the 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 we made it lava this time and we had a like little legos were flying off the bridge and then like melting into the lava and we had to do it like with stop motion mm-hmm. and like little wires and stuff it was it was a lot of fun and so it actually ended up being pretty funny we showed it to a bunch of folks but that's before youtube so right that vhs probably exists somewhere but who knows who knows was that was that stop motion with an actual stop bo- motion feature or did you actually no the camcorder just the old yep. school camcorder just stop it and you got to get that timing down right and it J- was jason and i were talking shitty. about that earlier super shitty we actually did a project and we reenacted the scarlet letter and, and we did it in stop motion and it's like literally hit the button stop the button, hit the button. So, you know, oh, as yeah. quick as you can yep. and sometimes we, we it wouldn't do it right and we have to get a real long take we have to redo it and these gosh darn kids it. nowadays they don't know how good they got it oh, i would man. say that's gotta be difficult we gotta we gotta we gotta spin the reel on uh-huh. the side of the camera there's gonna be a lot of this isn't yeah there? a lot of it yeah. welcome these, these, yeah. tic- these tiktokers yeah. could never. remember oh. he is also the same age as me so you can throw some of it his way just direct but uh, Te- technically just, a little younger though yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just, just on that sure. on, the, on that technology <laughs> leap right now i will say that it, it's pretty badass there was a kid who was doing stop motion lego but obviously with computers and all the shit uh-huh. nowadays like a little 14 or 13 year old kid and he all of a sudden got hired to do like a scene i think it was in uh, one of the Lego movies or something, he did like an actual little like scene from it, and uh-huh. or no, maybe it was everything all, everywhere all at once. They had like a a Lego part or something, and he got to do that scene because they saw him on YouTube and were like, "This kid's hella talented. Like, let's give him a uh, let's get him help help us make a movie." And I was oh, like, probably yeah, when they go to the Lego universe in that in that movie, there's yeah. like one scene where they go to like a Lego universe, right? Is it was it that was it everything everywhere at once? Maybe I think it was, mm. but anyway, but yeah, that's I was just like holy shit like that movie exists somewhere that we did and i would love to see it now because how bad it probably is yeah but at the same time i don't know i just wish i was you know sometimes you think you 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 feel like you're in the the wrong era 
you know, if it, like there's times where I wish that maybe I was a musician back in the sixties. Cause then like, maybe I could have been, you know, like my band could have been big back then or whatever. Cute so joke knows? about how he was almost yeah. a musician in the sixties. <laughs> I'm, I'm biting I, my tongue no, right no, now. No. Hey, Scott, I, what I'm saying, I would love to be a kid now and, and have YouTube and, and, and know how to do all that shit and, and be creative. And I'll be say honest. I never, I, I mean, I really legit got sad as I was editing, editing our last episode and you were talking about, uh, you were kind of commiserating with, with Cliffy Chamber. <laughs> about the whole like you know actors not getting paid because now that they're not mm -hmm. getting the streaming rights and you you brought up flying blind and right. when i thought about that two hundred thousand listens on a song like if that's people who actually have to buy the album because right instead of downloading it like that's significant money for one and it shows like oh this song's got some now let's start playing that and it's just like that 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 napster disrupted the whole system dude it absolutely did yeah and you guys are just at the wrong time it's just the just fact the that you were time. born at the wrong age yeah Oh, I mean, literally, like maybe five years earlier than that, than like those two hundred thousand purchases. That, that might have been two hundred thousand purchases of our CD. Like and now they're like, oh, this is an up and coming hot band that yeah. everybody needs to. We need to get you on tour and this and that. Yep. Yeah, Team it's, Lars. Fuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's one thing I did kind of agree on with with, with, with all Lars. Yeah. Um, okay, Marlo, um, youngin. Yeah, I'm the young. I'm not the youngest one here. I'm in the middle. That's true. <laughs> okay, <laughs> this movie I remember watching as a kid. My cousin Stephen, who's a few years older than me, he discovered it somehow. I don't know. Probably one of the, his friends at church or something showed him. So I had to watch this movie every time I was at his house, mm -hmm. and he would quote this movie every time. But for some reason, I still love this movie because. I also grew up watching a lot of like the Benny Hills and the other Monty Python movies. Right. I'm a huge fan of like dry English humor anyway. Mm -hmm. That's kind of like my forte. So this movie just, I hadn't seen it for a while. So I had to watch it like three hours ago just to brush <laughs> up on it. <laughs> right. But I'm glad I did because it is a great movie and is worth watching. So, and I, yeah. I, I still, I just think it, that a lot of the jokes still hit, they still land and it's still, it just, the oh, whole thing works. I, there's scenes where I was like laughing my ass off as I'm sitting in my living room by myself. Yeah. In a crisp, crisp it, 90 minutes. It's, it's oh, yeah. nice and short. Yeah. It, really yeah. Quick. It's, it's right there. And it, there's just those scenes that hit hard. They hit really hard where you're just like cracking up. Right. Tony, so you're the you're the youngin. Yeah. Yes, I am. Okay. I'm the youngest here. I'm only fifteen. <laughs> That's a great beard for a fifteen year old. I mean, God damn it! Who invited jeans. our our old Houston teacher? Jeans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I I was a I was a kid. Um, I never saw the movie, but I felt like I saw it because uh, my uncle and dad would quote it like endlessly yep. around me, like the knights who say knee and everything the castle the 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 frenchman i fart in your general direction like <laughs> your mother smells of elderberry is it? <laughs> yeah it's, it, it was a movie that i was like well i've seen this and and then i actually saw it and it's one of those things where it's an experience because you know what's ha you know what's happening but you don't know the context and you and there's these little things in between there's these little in between jokes that like mm -hmm. those were the ones that stick with me even more right. um but yeah, it's 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 great, and and it, like Monty Python as a comedy trope is, I mean that's as good as it gets for me. Right. Yeah. I mean Eric Idle, John Cleese, uh, Graham Chapman, Terry Gilliam. I mean these guys are just comedy legends. Right. Um, and Terry Gilliam, who is I think one of the directors. Yeah. 
I mean, he went on to do like Brazil and he has he has a pretty good uh, resume. Twelve yeah, Monkeys. Yeah, yeah, some great great yeah. movies. Um, we'll talk about that for sure. Like that, and I think a lot of those movies, the style of those movies, you can see it in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but this so, was this was his first. Yeah, like, it was his first movie, and and, and so he co-directed it with um, Terry Jones. Terry Jones, one of the yes. the cast members. Yeah, and, and so, um, but yeah, he got his foot wet and definitely led to some a pretty darn interesting career um well the weird thing for me is as much as i love this and love the, the humor i really haven't seen any of the other monty python movies really which is weird because we were talking about this earlier and i saw the meaning of life which is pretty out there and there's some, there's some rough <laughs> yeah there's some rough shit in that one and it was i don't i don't, I don't remember it being very funny and i think that might have soiled my Monty Python yeah. at a younger age because I think I was expecting to love it because I loved Holy Grail so much. So I never saw Life of Brian because I go, well, I didn't like this movie, so maybe Holy Grail was like a one-off. And again, then, you know, as you're a kid, you're, you're, you formulate these opinions, and so yeah. I just went through my life without seeing it. I've seen a ton of scenes from Life of Brian, and I know a lot about it, and it's just one of those I've always meant to go back and see, but I yeah. haven't. It, I, it's yeah. hilarious to me is that my my wife, uh, her her dad was a, was a minister. He's a retired minister. Uh-huh. Um, and that was like when I first like met her, and I don't know, of course, Monty Python came up at some point or whatever, and I was like, oh, I'm a holy grant. And she's like, oh, no, we, my family, we loved Life of Brian. Which I thought was hilarious, right? <laughs> because that's a, a pretty raging, harsh critique of uh, of religion. Yeah, I, yeah. Saw, I saw a clip of of John Cleese, and I, I think it was, um, oh, who was uh, Sir Galahad in this? I'm. Uh, that's uh, uh, the one. The one name we haven't mentioned yet. Is it I, Michael Palin? Thank you, yes. Yes. Michael Palin. Palin. I think it was it was those two, and there was two like like priests and like in the hierarchy of the church, and they were like having this serious debate about whether or not it's funny or not. And they're trying to like basically yeah. like, look, it's just a, it's a joke and blah, blah, blah. And it got really awkward. I didn't, I didn't even finish the clip because after a while I'm like, okay, I don't want to watch A little this. uncomfortable? Yeah, I got really uncomfortable. Yeah, so that, yeah. That just and you worked. could tell Cleese was getting pissed. He's just like, dude, you know, you guys are taking this way too seriously. But it's like, yeah, they're priests. So you're going to take this seriously. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I, it's, that's, I feel like, but Life of Brian is probably the second funniest after this one. Okay. Like, yeah. I, I definitely wa- would watch that. Like, Meaning of Life, I'm with you. I didn't really care too much for that one. But Which I, is funny, because Meaning of Life has my boobs that I was looking for, because that, exactly. that, 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 <laughs> that the sex ed scene is yep. just is ridiculous. Well, oh, yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. That scene in Anthrax <laughs> Castle, if you look very carefully when he walks into that room where they're all in there, all the women are in there, uh-huh. they're wearing very Thin, it's a lot of thin, yeah. and uh, you see, you can see through it. Yeah, we we didn't have HD back in my day, okay. <laughs> but to get but to get you to watch like Life of Brian, I think that the thing that makes it funnier and better than Meaning of Life, which you had a bad experience with, or whatever, uh-huh. is that I think uh, Holy Grail and Life of Brian both are like the whole movie is like one narrative structure. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where meaning yeah. of life is like these little segments. Cuts. segments yeah. yeah. And some of those cuts hit and some of them don't it's, or whatever. Right. So yeah. It's I, almost, I think the, I think it's better structured and I think you would probably It's like kind of it. like watching a two hour episode of Flying Circus. Right. Which is yeah. great. Flying Circus is amazing. Right. It's right. hilarious. But it yeah, it's it hits different. Yeah. But like, I mean like Saturday Night Live or any other like thing like that. And I'm, I mean that's very different, but I'm just saying some of them are gonna you're gonna like some of them you're not yeah. and then and it, that stop like that hit not hit problem it's like right. movie, movie 47 
Oh, <laughs> I avoided that one right at the tip of your tongue. I, I only caught like the very beginning of that. I'm like, nope, I'm out. The minute, the minute I, saw, I can't even remember which Are one. You saying is. when there's a ball sack, like the ball sack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. That's just too dumb for me. And I'm, I'm pretty dumb. Tony, did you see movie movie forty seven? Uh, I did not. I passed on that one. Yeah. Okay, it's, it's, a, it's a good move. There's, there's a did. few segments that are really, really good, but yeah. um, pretty, pretty crazy that the budget on this was uh, 282,000 pounds. Um, but of course, it was 75. So um, that's probably like I don't know what it was back then. As it, far as you're the looking change. at, close to 300. A million sterling. I'm thinking. Who knows? <laughs> 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 Just saying words. It's a bag, <laughs> bag full of ruples. <laughs> yeah. What is that in? What is that in? Dubai? I think that was like 430,000 pence. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely less than a million bucks. Uh, the box office, 2.4 million. And then they did a re-release of it at some point, or they've probably done many uh, in theaters that's made like five and a half million. So it's definitely made its money. And, and DVD sales. DVD sales is, sure. is where it, it definitely yeah. it's hit. It's a classic. Most people yeah. own this movie. Absolutely. Most, most fans of comedy own this movie. I've, I've probably bought it multiple times yeah, same like here. on VHS, <laughs> on DVD, probably Blu-ray. In yeah. fact, I actually bought it on Amazon today because it was like, Oh, three ninety nine to rent or twelve dollars to it's buy. On ne- like, it's on Netflix, I think. Yeah. Was it? it yep. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I own it now, so there, there you go. go. Some, uh, sometimes on that, on like that, though, it'll be like three ninety nine to rent or four ninety nine to buy. I'm like, why would I right. not pay the extra dollar just to? I have did that it with the movie the other day. We were doing it on our show. I was like, why am I just a fucking extra dollar? I think it might have been. What was that movie? Maybe Fury. Now you better watch it again because if you don't, then you're just, you're a sucker. Yeah. yeah, they got you. It'll give me in a couple of years. I'll watch it. But, oh, yeah, I got this uh, on Amazon. Um, it, yeah, great movie. Um, Rotten Tomatoes, ninety six percent, which I, I always love to see, even though critics are whatever. I don't. But uh, the, for the, this movie, for critics, that's pretty incredible. Yeah, ninety six percent. Well, I, you you have two types of critics. One the ones that were in on it and in on the joke and understand. And then there's two, like then there's the second type of critic where it was like, this is just lowbrow humor da, 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 without like with missing some of the stuff that I know as a kid, there's a lot of stuff in this movie that I missed, like that I didn't get like the, the political discussions. Oh, and things oh, like yeah. that. So it's like, there was a lot of stuff that I just, it went way over my head. And then now I watch, I'm like, Oh shit, that's hella funny. Hell yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You're talking about the two dirty, muddy people. <laughs> yeah. Literally harvesting dirt. I think yeah. is what you're doing. Oh look, this is all wet. <laughs> She's like, Here's a nice filth over here. Yeah. Um, well, like, well, we we could talk forever about background characters. Oh there's so much wild background <laughs> yeah. stuff. In this movie. Before we go any further, I do want to say that um, I always we listen to our episodes, and I'll listen to myself, and then I'll, I'll have a misquote, and I get so pissed. I'm like, God dang it, we didn't fix that. I already said a misquote when I said your mother uh, smells of elderberry. It's the her. Your mother was a hamster. Your mother was a hamster. Your, your father, father smelled, smelled of elderberries. So, yeah. Sorry, anybody out there freaking I was, out? I was I about to correct you, but Thank I was you. like, eh, it's really <laughs> because, somebody. Because when I listen to your episodes and I hear you guys misquote stuff, I'm like, you sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm yelling at my radio, no, oh, this. There's some where it's like, I've, I've said wrong names, just <laughs> like I've changed somebody's first name before. Like I listen back, I'm like, oh, well, I really thought that up. Oh. I do it all the time, too. Because yeah. you, you're you not thinking about it as you're saying it, and then you come yeah. back and like, oh, shoot. Whoops. Yeah. Whoopsie. And before we move on any further, let's mention that we are on the Deluxe Edition Network, which yes, is we an are. amazing group of podcasts. We have a member here from one of the podcasts on the network. Who um, said he was going to take our title from us. That's kind of mean. Oh, it's going to happen. Come to our house and say you're going to take our title. Yeah, he looks at our belt and says it's going to be nice when that's at my house yep. next year. Basically, I'm saving you guys on postage. The Packers, they tried to do that to the Niners. It didn't work. The Lions, they tried to do it to the Niners. It didn't work. 
Yeah, well, I'm going to I'm going to Swifty your title away from you. Oh, <laughs> ouch! That's uh, ne- ne- this coming Sunday, folks. All right. <laughs> some of us at BBK are a little excited about the Super Bowl, and some of us that's are right. not. That's right. You, some just don't give a shit. You hurt my brain a little bit. I'm like this Sunday. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I I finally figured out the uh, podcast time. It kind right. of works. Uh, but we have a couple pods of the month. Um, actually, and I'm going to make it three. It's supposed to be two. But we actually screwed up, and there was supposed to be three last month. <laughs> what? Yeah, I didn't know either. And and I heard I was listening to the real drunks. Shout out! And um, you guys mentioned the third one, and I was like, oh shit, nobody told us. Well, I think the reason there's a third one on your guys's month because you guys were also podcast, podcast of the month. Year. Because That's last year, yeah. well, last year when you guys were podcast of the month, you guys didn't have to share it with anybody. Oh yeah, we were by ourselves. You're by yourself. <laughs> right. So Casey, t- I think Casey's here an extra one on there for you guys. Well, yeah. shit. I, well, because you guys were getting a little too uh, too mouthy about it. Well, right. a, a quick shout out though to the, uh, the, the our friends at Barrel Age Flicks. I think they're going to be doing an American Pie episode coming up very soon, uh-huh. and you might want to listen to it because uh, so Ron and I. Uh, Ron uh, is actually a Lions fan, and uh, you know me being a Niner fan, we we made a little friendly wager. Oh really? A little podcast friendly wager, and uh, so you might want to check out his American Pie episode. Just you know to hear what a Lions fan has to say about the uh, the game that took place uh, oh, a couple Sundays ago. I'm intrigued. I think, I think Ron might be a little pissed at me because in our group chat, I was talking. I was talking, You were jumping in. I was jumping in, <laughs> and I don't even care either way. I was just talking so much crap You were dogpiling a little bit. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so we, we've, we forgot to mention that last month, uh, the Kindness Matters podcast um, was also the podcast of the month for, uh, for January. That was very um, unkind of us. I know. That was the most unkind thing I could do. So I'm going to be kinder from now on and and mention them this month for the next couple episodes and make maybe the next yeah. you know few scotch make scotch scotch listen to me kindness matters thanks brad you know you can go a little extra kindness and say hey welcome to the network because he actually just joined us he did just join us he, he's so. the newest member of the deluxe edition network so it's a very positive pod if you're looking for something positive mm-hmm. which is not really something you find around here. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want something Keep completely different. yourself, old man. <laughs> you need a palate cleanser. <laughs> so anyway, definitely check that out. Uh, Kindness Matters podcast. Uh, we also have Films and Fermentation, and it's a podcast that talks about alcohol and cinema. It's oh my kind of a new, new concept around here on the old <laughs> network. I- that's such a great. Idea. Why didn't I think of that? That's not a palate cleanser. So, well, hey, real drunks. You know what you guys should do is you know have some drinks and talk about movies. Right. We should. We definitely so now, should do but that. if you really love that, which if you're here listening to us, you do like that. So you have multiple other ones. Yes. Yes. If that's it, where it's your wheelhouse, go to deluxeeditionnetwork.com and you can check out ours and you check out the real drunks. You can check out films and fermentation. And then while you're there, you can check out friends talking nerdy. Which uh, they talk about all things geeky and nerdy, pop culture, science, technology, all kinds of nerdy stuff. And, they, and, they and they're a, friends. They have a great Instagram. They have like a cool little Instagram. Like they always post some cool trivia and like little interesting memes and shit. So yeah. So definitely check out pretty legit. deluxeeditionnetwork.com. And there's, there's, we have a ton of great shows on there. And if no matter what you're into, there's probably something on there for you. So definitely support. It's, it's like, you know, shopping at a local business, you know, because we're just all trying to make a nickel yeah yeah, it's it's helping the the little guys you're not going to those big big you know corporate sponsored bullshit like this is this is shopping local is exactly right you're you're going to the strip mall (laughs) (laughs) in scotch's case you know like like what happened at the uh the bbk release oh speaking of stripping Mm. all right here we go how about we talk about that let's do it 
Pull up a chair and grab yourself a drink or hypothesize what directors think. Maybe sometimes get a guess makes us look good. Let's drink, laugh, and pretend we know what we're doing. Drink BBK IPA. Drinking with the director. Draft day. That's why we do our promos live. We don't uh, we don't just put that shit in and post. That's right. We do it right here live at the studio. So I'm I'm looking around the table and I'm seeing some representation. And um Yeah. Yeah, I think we've got almost all almost all of us. Almost all of us. And I just forgot to grab I'm grabbing it first break. Okay. <laughs> Don't, it's gonna be all right, buddy. You call your, I know. I'm. You're he's not even a real guest. Real yeah, fired call up. yourself so. a real, real fired fan. up. <laughs> I invite you into my home. Starting to see the veins in your throat yeah. and your forehead. Now, 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 Jason was nice enough to bring something very nice, which which was a, a bottle of whiskey. Oh, he did. Some, some this bourbon. is the second time on here. Second bottle of whiskey. It's, yeah, he brings gifts, and and this is two two out of two for bringing gifts. But his best gift is the 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 box of heart. Oh, heart, I did. Heart it, chocolates. I thought you were, were going to say Funyuns. Uh, uh, well, Funyuns are great, but he brought us a heart shaped box of chocolates. In the so spirit like, of Valentine's, I love it. I, I mean, it's we're right here, right? Yeah, we're, we're in the month of February. It's I mean, the, the, the the season of love. I, I happen to be, you know, at Walgreens getting my life-sustaining medication, and uh, how do I pass up <laughs> the Godivas when I'm uh, going to visit my favorite Valentine with a bow? Oh, I would wait beautiful. till February fifteenth. Ah, well, I mean, this, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, it's probably from last year anyway, right? Like, probably. <laughs> well, I will say I'm looking around the table. Also, is that not only is everybody drinking BBK IPA, but also all of these people here were at the BBK IPA release party at last call brewing in oakdale california absolutely yes, incredible time and in fact two of us no three of us were were involved in the whole canning process so like i mean we were there putting that shit into cans and yeah it was and my, making sure it was prepared my first canning day that was it's such a cool process man that that little machine they bring in there and and it, it's kind of cool that how you know people probably think that they do it there but there's actually it's another uh brewery right that uh no it's a um it's another company that another does, company that just does can, just does a can yeah they're like a mobile canning yeah it, it's so cool that, that you know these guys they they bring in all this equipment into into the and they do it for multiple places yeah they, they do it for mm-hmm. for all sorts of uh, brew, uh well, breweries all across the valley man yeah. what do they call uh, alchemy alchemy brewing alchemy. yeah yes. so just a really neat i i, I did we post a video of that i, I know I took yeah one. yeah we did okay yeah so you check out our socials you can see how how it's even a couple of videos on our youtube page oh that's wow. right we Who have knows? we do have a new youtube page that uh, we're just starting to get we're sprinkling a little we're bit sprinkling a little there. content we'll get there <laughs> i uh, i wasn't there for your guys but i have been there i was there for the uh um hoist and heavies their, their last one uh-huh and what's great about it is the cans that don't meet the standard they don't have just the right amount of beer in it uh-huh. you get to drink yeah, the, the ones that get mislabeled and stuff. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it, just like ah, oh, what are we gonna do with these? I'll find it a good home. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's for exactly. my sense I, of fans. Well, <laughs> you'll you'll rent it a home because it's <laughs> yeah. Um, but we, yeah, we had a great wait, great time at the uh, release the other night. Um, it was so fun. Uh, and each member of BBK got up and, and sang a song. Um, Brad sang a couple. He, he got, he oh, got, that's right. You, 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 got you a snuck loose. me into a, a second one because I didn't I snuck you in. It. You was, snuck was, yourself in. You well, snuck yourself I in, I think. I didn't yeah. expect that you were going to sing that. And I was like, well, if you're singing one of my favorite songs of all time, well, then of course I'm going to have to jump in there. Yeah. You ran to the mic like it, like you had no, it, it, I think you, you didn't have a, a little, choice. Yeah, I think you pushed a little kid over on your way. 
the, the best part is he 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 runs he goes across, runs up, grabs the mic, and is getting ready. He's like, "Is it okay if I do this?" Like, <laughs> like, like what am I gonna say? No, no. Like, like he's already on the mic. <laughs> you know what? You you accompaniment me, accompaniment accompaniment me. Oh, How do you say that? I'm sorry. Right. I'm, I'm making a a, a rhythm out there joke. Uh, <laughs> you would. You you did some good background vocals for me. Thank you. Buddy. <laughs> I, I think you heard. I think you heard like maybe one chord, maybe two chords, just a couple of strums, yeah. and your ear perked up. Oh, you and know, you, you noticed. You were instantly. like drawn to Honestly, the mic, though, like he, you. He like did a say he's like. I was like, oh, you need to do something like 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 something new, something special. And you're like, okay, I got this. Yeah, and I'd, I'd never played it. We did creep by Radiohead. I'd never done it before. Oh. And the minute I, I hit that first chord, and that drum beat, I think might have been what kind of gets it. Yeah. yeah, I was just like, okay, I know what this is. Me and me and Brad were mid conversation, and it was like an immediate kind of like he just <laughs> his his mustache he, he floated up. away, like immediately just floated away. <laughs> <laughs> to, to be fair, I was already like this was like five BDKs in, I think, because oh, once yeah. once I did my first song, I was like, oh shit, I'm going. I'm like, this is time to drink now, right? Because I was a little nervous. I wanted to make sure I didn't drink too much before I started my first song, right. and then once that the, once the that was done, I was like, fuck it, let's go. <laughs> I and I knew a few people there that were you know there was always a drink in my hand so i mean uh, you did a great job i will say that no appreciate it you know, thank you man sincere scotch always does an amazing job thank i you. always like to go listen to scotch plays when he's around thank but you all you guys that jumped up and sang was great yeah like, nate killed it zach killed nate, it. nate is perfect for that type of song he's got oh, that yeah. growly kind of like like country style i yeah. had it's legit multiple people that don't really that know me in the hangout last call that don't really know you guys that well mm -hmm. and he goes hey who was that guy that was singing that was singing that that was so cool he sounded great i'm like oh yeah dude that's BDK, that's the beer we're here celebrating. It's one of those dudes are like, whoa, that's cool. I was, yeah. like, <laughs> I was, I was hanging out. Um, another shout out to another listener, uh, Jeremy, um, after the show. And we, we actually went out to grab a bite. And he's like, dude, what is it with Houston people? And they, they, they can all sing. <laughs> and, and they're from they're from Escalon. He went to Escalon High School. He's like, that's our rival. Yeah, he's like, everybody in Houston's like talented. And, and what's what's up with that? BBK so. is is like a movie <laughs> podcast, but it's also low key music superstars. Uh, well, I mean, I, I'm not going to go that far, but I, <laughs> some, some of them more than others. <laughs> the the uh, yeah, for sure, no, for sure, especially the ones in my brother's band. Um, <laughs> but no, the BBK IPA release. All all we're saying, folks, is that if you can get in on it next time, I mean, hopefully there's a next time. Yeah, you never know. Keep listening. The BBK four. I mean, we'll have to figure out some type of new name. Oh, I think but, I already uh, nailed it. Oh shit! Well, did I think you I nailed it. It's so good. What you said for this one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, oh, the we, one that it, we didn't use. It, 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 was, okay. up, it was up for I, debate. Or, it, well, I'll tell you off air why we Yeah, fair enough. But anyway, <laughs> and, and, but if you, be, if you carefully can look at the bottom of the can. Oh, yeah? Did you, did you check this out yet, Maddie? I didn't, but I heard what it was. So, yeah. so his, his, his suggestion is actually on the bottom of the can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, it was a great time. I mean, I actually hadn't seen the beer. Um, it just looks so beautiful and yummy in my Bez Video Kingdom uh, pint glass. If you had the dictionary of like what a hazy IPA looks mm -hmm. like, it's just that perfect color, that perfect haze. Um, of course, we always have to give a shout out to, to our boy Walter. Walter over at Last Call, um, you know, with a little bit of guidance. <laughs> 
from his uh, his, his 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 BBK friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy can put together a badass beer that is just. I mean, people were walking out with cases. Like that's the best thing I was watching yeah. there. And like you have multiple people. I mean, friends of ours and stuff, but even people we don't know that are just walking out with cases of it. I'm like, God damn, people love this beer. Yeah, so, and, her, uh, so make sure you get down there. It's it's going quickly. Yeah, it's on yeah, tap yeah. right now, but that'll be gone soon. And then, then you're going to be down to just some some cans, and and uh, it tastes great out of the can too. Yeah. It's amazing. This is like probably my favorite. Like, I'm not a big IPA drinker. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do like them. Okay, okay but this yeah. one right here is the one that I wait for to come out because it's so good. It's um, su- it's super crushable. Seven point four percent alcohol. Yeah, you got to be careful wow. with this one. You got you got to stagger. I didn't them. realize it was that high. Yeah, it, you oh, yeah. it is them. so. It is so. It goes down so easy. It'll it get does. you drunk. On on, on canning day. <laughs> wow. on, on canning day, I had two, and actually, it was the day of the sh- it was the day of the release. Yeah. in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I realized I can't day drink anymore because that thing. Yeah. I had a head change and I needed a nap. And it was, but it was tasty mm-hmm. as hell. Well, Daniel, my uh, my co-host, he's our new member of the Real Drunks. He's not a huge drinker, beer drinker. He drinks straight tequila is what he's drinks. Uh-huh. And he, when he drinks beer, he's always drinking like the Last Call Light or light beers. He he loves this, and he's like over at your house, Brad, the other night when we were over there. Oh yeah, was, yeah. He was crushing them. He loved, He even said, "Oh my God, this is like so good. I love this." Oh, yeah. dude, it's mm-hmm. delicious. And, and and you know what, folks? For those who've listened to us for a while, your boy Nate had three of them that night. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> he didn't even sneak yeah. in any whiskey. I had no idea. He he was like that. He's like, "This is my favorite version of the beer," and he had three of them. And that dude is not a beer drinker whatsoever. So I, that that says something to me, right there. I, like, I, you, I heard you say that he liked it. I thought maybe yeah. he had a taste or something. No, no he he, I watched him drink. He drunk three. He drunk three. All right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you couldn't ask for a better. Uh, that's yeah. the best review that. right that's, there. That's amazing. Walter did it again. He, uh, the Messiah of hops. That's, that's right. it. The, con- the concoctioneer. Concoctioneer. <laughs> like that. Uh, wait, 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 what was the the, the <laughs> Walter said on our pod one time? He said that alchemist. He take uh, it, was, it was Willie T. Taylor who's going to be at a uh, dying breed. Uh, I think the, this Wednesday. Yeah. Um. He uh, he said that he's the shepherd the, of the shepherd of water of water. Oh, nice. Love it. Shepherd of water. The third BDK. Uh, unlike the third Godfather, is very good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great review from that, boy Tony. On that note, let's move on to drinking with the director. What, yeah, what beer would what um, beer would Terry Gilliam prefer? <laughs> I think he would go with the BBK three or or Guinness. So. Probably again, I was going to say Guinness, <laughs> yeah, definitely for sure. Boddington. So yeah, like we mentioned earlier, Terry Gilliam and and Terry Jones uh, co-directed this movie, um, and yeah, he, he, Terry Gilliam. Brazil, Brazil is the movie I haven't I haven't seen either. But uh, have you seen that one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Really but it's good. that's listed at the top of his list, and, and when you're reading about him, it's like number one. Uh, so I need to probably put it in my queue. It's like futuristic sci-fi. Is that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Definitely um, kind of notorious movie. Like, yeah. yeah. When, when it, it came out, it was sort of like brutally panned, actually, because it was so crazy. Okay. Yeah. But uh, out there, Time Bandits is another one. Time, Time Bandits, Bandits was the next one. And that I, one, that's yeah, a, I love that one. That's a favorite from my youth. I haven't seen it since I saw it in the theater as a kid. So I don't remember much about it at all. Um, but I remember loving it when I was yeah. a kid. Um, it, it, you probably ruin it now if you watched it. it yeah, probably doesn't quite work. It's probably one of those nostalgia movies, you know? Yeah. Um, but then he did movies like The Fisher King. Mm-hmm. Great movie. Robin Williams. Great movie. And 12 Monkeys which is a mind fuck of a movie. I saw that really in great. theaters when it first came out. I was like 
13, 14 oh, maybe, wow. and I could not tell you what the hell that movie's about. Yeah. Like, I do not know anything. I haven't seen it since. I have no idea what's going on. I was so confused when I left the theater. Yeah, it, I, I had no idea. It took me probably my second rewatch of that to kind of go, oh, and I was, I was older because I think I saw it when I was in, in college or something. Yeah, yeah, it was it was crazy. Um, and Fear Loathing in Las Vegas. I didn't know that he did that. I didn't know he did that either. It's no. my my favorite movie of his, and and it's just so artistic. The the colors on it are amazing. The the drug sequences. I mean, just it really brings you into right. a world. Like I'm I'm not somebody who's done a lot of hard drugs, but at the same time, when I watch that movie, I feel like I'm just fucked up. I'm like, this movie is crazy. Right. I love it. Um, I love it. There's a, lot. a Terry Gilliam movie that is kind of underrated that is a favorite of mine. It's called The Adventures of Baron Munchausen. Uh, ben, yeah. Oh, we didn't talk about that. Adventures uh, of Baron Munchausen. Love that movie. Yep. I that, grew up on that movie. That was one of the movies that my dad absolutely adored when I was a kid. Okay. And yeah. he showed it to us probably not long after I saw Monty Python. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's a classic. Great movie. Okay. That used to be shown on Showtime all the time when I was a kid. Like and I would watch it all the time. It's a weird. It is very weird. Crazy weird movie. <laughs> like if you watch that movie on acid, it will. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely, the head flying around. He definitely yeah. has a style. Yeah. And um, he also he's the one that did all the animation and all the all the crazy in in this movie. And then you you can see how that style kind of trans. You know, goes into all his other films and mm-hmm. stuff. So he definitely has a thing. Yeah, that he goes for. He's got a style. He's yeah, the animator that falls over. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one, one of the things I saw that that I was I was reading about was that that so Gilliam was so into the technical aspects of the movie that he wanted to get shots right and stuff. And I guess that caused a lot of tension on the set because they were filming. It was cold, rainy, mm-hmm. and uh, at times he was like, "Well, I just need the sun to be." And they're like, "Fuck you!" Like, the, I don't care what the sun is. Like, just let's do the shot. And and he was very artistic. About about it and, and and Jones was all about just he wanted the comedy to be right so he was like right. you had one director who's like I want to make sure the comedy's funny and then the other director's like I want to make technically a better movie and and that became kind of a, a point of contention right and, and none of them really had a lot of fun on the set that was going to be one of my questions was like co-directing a movie like this like how yeah. hard is it because like you hear about like Wakashi brothers or you know the Fairly brothers like always usually yeah. family related that are yeah. doing yeah. this together and uh Obviously, they worked together uh, on a Flying Circus, and, and, yeah. and they knew each other. But sometimes you get friends together, and you start disagreeing. Like, what was that fr- yeah. friction like? So I, did, I, I'm glad you brought that up, Brad. Look, I wonder if that's like made the movie as good because one that wanted comedy, one that wanted the more artistic. They were kind of like checking each other. Like, you have to do this, and right. this. you know, maybe that was for the better. Yeah, there's some shots in this movie that are like pretty well, like composed and like blocked well, and like. Some of it is like in the beginning of the movie when the the credits are rolling, they have like the subtitles at the bottom that are like Swedish, <laughs> right? Yeah, they're kind of like English. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I feel like all the moose. I don't know if this is true yeah. or not, but I feel like Terry Gilliam maybe saw like some of these Swedish movies, uh, like the Bergman films or whatever, because there's some compositions and like when when uh, what is it? Is it Sir Galahad goes to the castle Anthrax? Mm-hmm. Like when he's going through the woods and there's the close up, great like, shots, like yeah, super yeah. close up. It's like this is kind of this is kind of great filmmaking going on right now, and I, I, that has to be. Well, it's definitely the, it, it's different. It's it, those shots make it, it takes you out of a comedy for a minute. Yeah, exactly. are, we, are we talking about Arthur in the in the, in the forest? No, right before the Knights of Knee. 
It, no, it's when, well, that's no, it's, another shot. That one too. Yeah, oh, I thought where they're going up on his face and he's like, he's got the big eyes and it's like they got kind of, and, and they're like showing a the, movie thing. Yeah, like, the, the knights are walking through the fog in the, the background. Score, the yeah. score, yeah. music get like really dark all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's when uh, Sir Galahad is climbing up. Kind of, it's like raining and it's wet and he's he's like just oh, making oh, his way yeah, yeah, through yeah, all yeah. the weeds and like super close up tied up on him before and he sees the grill, the beacon, yeah. right? The beacon, yeah, the grill shaped beacon. And brought you right back. The when when they're fighting the chicken or not the chicken but the the the, 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 the rabbit. bunny rabbit i was thinking of you're thinking with the credits likely. i was thinking of <laughs> like the, when they're the talking intro, about yeah. robin when you're talking about he fought the chicken of agnor or whatever yeah. <laughs> but when we were fighting the rabbit there's a couple great shots of that especially with of sir Ro um sir robin on his back and oh yeah he has, he's like backing away from the camera <laughs> for sure yeah so, yeah the shots in this are fantastic yeah really really great uh anything anybody else wants to ask did how much when we were listing off all of his movies like the through line there is there all of his movies are like wildly creative, like ridiculously oh, yeah. creative. Yeah. Stuff you've never seen before. There's no way you're going to watch Brazil and say, hey, this reminds me of nothing. Like, there's yeah. no way to. So, like, how involved? I didn't check it out, but when you were looking through his stuff, how involved was he in the writing of all of his stuff that he's directing? Is he the is he the writer on all of that also? Or so you're asking if I do research? Well, you know, I mean, it <laughs> have, is, you, have you listened to the pod? It is. <laughs> I, I believe that he is every episode, Scott, every <laughs> single one. Was was this the first of the three movies they did? The this was yeah, this yeah. was this, yeah. This was their first. This attempt was the first one. Yep. Well, they 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 there was a movie. That they did um, that I hadn't seen. I think it was before this, but it was it was more just like skits, kind of like, like sketch comedy. Uh, it was thing. called "And Now for Something Completely Different," yeah. which I think was before this one. Yeah, I, th yeah, that's, okay. I think that was their very first one. But he didn't direct it. This was the first right. thing he directed, and that was more of a that was, it was more just like, like sketches of uh, Flying yeah. Circus or whatever. I would just kind of like to know too, like because I know with Flying Circus and you know they they did when you do those sketch comedies, you're kind of forced to all the actors play the, the same or play multiple characters, right? Yeah, right. So I was just kind of curious what made them do that with this movie too, you know, if they haven't done a movie like I mean, part of it was, was it probably budget. Yeah, probably say, budget. was it like a, a lot of their money. Or? I think I read and and I might be completely wrong, no, but I think I best. read that the, the best the budget like they didn't have the money for this movie and they had to go. They ended up having the studios wouldn't pay anything. Yeah, they didn't want this movie, and so instead they got their money. They went like. To like like rock stars. And stuff. I th I do remember it was like Elton Led John, no, Led, Zeppelin, Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, and Genesis. Yeah, right. Were big contributors to the the, the budget of this. Yeah, movie. they went. That's they like they like they're friends with they those guys. Yeah, they put yeah. in money lot, because yeah. they were like friends and they helped support. And a lot them of them loved, loved Money Python. They loved watching the show, and so they were like, "Yeah, we want to be involved." Yeah, absolutely. I just was curious if was it a money thing, and then it just snowballed from there with all. Well, the and plus they were probably like you said they were so used to like that's their modus of operandi yeah. or operandi, right? Like that's what they're used to doing. We play all the characters. Why? Why am I going to hire yeah. somebody else when I could just put the dress on or whatever? You know, what I mean? yeah. like yeah. they're they were already used which, to it. Which I think is a great thing because I love seeing that. I love, of course, you know, I love seeing this actor here, here, here. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, right. One of the craziest things that I saw, and this is just, I mean, after being a fan of, of Monty Python and stuff for a long time, this blew my mind. Like, I just, you know, every once in a while you do a little research, you find out something, you're like, oh, shit, I had no clue. Mm -hmm. Terry Gilliam, American. Really? Born in oh. Minnesota. Yeah. Wow. Really? Yeah. Born in Minnesota. And, and the best is, is when either. I found That's out why, why he left the States is super interesting because so it was in the, the 60s and started getting to like the kind of the, uh, a lot of the protest era and stuff. And he's like, he basically said, I feel like I was, uh, I was like early 20s. I felt like I was going to be a terrorist. He's like, I was afraid I was going to just like be like hardcore part of the protest movement. And so I needed to get out and, and go somewhere else. And so he went off to, to England and 
eventually falls in with uh, doing a TV show. He ends up kind of meeting some of the guys and becomes part of Monty Python. It's a good thing he chose, you know. But like into his twenty, he grew up. So it's not like he like like oh when he was five years old he moved yeah. over. He not until his twenties Con- consciously said, "Hey, at least good thing he chose there and not Ireland." that would have been the wrong time yeah (laughs) exactly but that's that's interesting because like you know the english sense of humor is very specific and and very different yeah and because is it is it nate that hates english humor we've talked about this on the pod before i forget which movie it was or is it Zach or both of them? No, they just don't like that Nate, kind of humor. I think it's the the, the dry, very like like the, the British Office type kind of. Like, yeah, I don't know because Nate likes BBC Office, so I don't know. Yeah, it seems like I remember somebody hating that type Nate, of. Nate humor. loves those British rom coms. Yeah, he does like the British rom coms. But you know, I hear a lot of people though. Capital rom com. When you so. talk about Monty Python or Ben Hill, they're like, I I just don't like that dry English humor. It's not uncommon. A lot of mm-hmm. Americans, they just I don't want to say they don't get it, but they just don't. They don't well, appreciate it. We weren't raised on it. So yeah. it's like very it's, wordplay. It's, it's very yeah. like, I mean, there's, there's, you, you got to think about the jokes sometimes, even though, even though some of the slapstick part is very like just on the nose and it's, and it's silly, but some of their, their wordplay and stuff. It's very it's, sophisticated. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, just going back to the show, it's like, like, was it the abuse sketch where he's like, he's looking for an argument. He's like, yeah. I'm like, but no, no, this is abuse. Right. He goes into the wrong room and gets hit. And then, yeah, he gets hit in the head and he's like, this is getting hit in the, hit in the head. I thought I was here for an argument. No, no, no. This is abuse. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's a it's great just, sketch. It's, it's, it's like, yeah. but, but it's, it's not like, it's, it's not, I'm, I'm not going to say simple humor, but it's like definitely like, a little bit thinking person's humor. I don't know. Is that some, the right? Some of it, but then they have the absolute like right. slapstick, silly. Yeah. That they, if you ever see Google this on YouTube or whatever, um, the Ministry of Silly Walks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Which it's is one of the pure most ridiculous, physical comedy. Pure yeah. physical comedy. Yeah. Um, it's definitely not for everybody. And I can understand why, you know, what, and I wish, like, again, I wish Zach was here to defend himself. But if to, for him to say he hates this movie, even though he did say, on the text earlier that he did like the, the Black the, Knight scene. He Black said that Knight was funny fight. shit. Yeah. That gave me a little bit of hope for him. And I didn't love every single part of this movie. There's definitely some lines that didn't hit for me, and I could tell, oh, I bet British audiences yeah. love that, but I have, I didn't find that funny yeah. at all. There's I get it. Same here, but I'll save that for later. Yeah. later. Got it. Yeah. For, for maybe another segment. Anybody else yeah. have anything for the directors, or should we move on? I'm seeing heads shaking. So let's move on to the next thing. Thank you, Monty Python, for Thank making these movies. We appreciate y'all. Have you ever watched the news and wished that you could see something more positive or looked online and saw all the aggravation and anger and hatred out there and thought to yourself, why can't I just see more positive things in my life? Hi, I'm Mike Rathbun, and I'm the host of the Kindness Matters podcast. Every week, we promise to bring you stories that will uplift you and motivate you and inspire you to see the kindness and be the kindness that this world needs more of. Tune in, the Kindness Matters podcast with me, your host, Mike Rathbun. Is it a one night stand or do you cut his arms and legs off or take them home to mom and dad? It's like fuck, marry or kill, it's Shag Snack Body Bag. Okay, Shag Snag body bag. Oh, look, you're going to just overlook the fact that you threw in a little Monty Python humor into the Shag Snag. Well, you know, you're so cute. Every once in a while, I like to do my job. It's like <laughs> not too long ago, I got some shit for not. Um, 
Okay. Why is he even on this pod? <laughs> you got only, one job, Scott. My only value is to make music stuff. Um, okay, shag, snag, body bag, the stuff that you absolutely just want to just mm, give it to, which is <laughs> shag. <laughs> Uh, so you want to take home mom and dad you just really love, but you just, you, you want to, you know, give it a long-term commitment or uh body bag, just f- fucking get rid of that shit. So anyway, we're going to start with our guest, Matt. Uh, and you're going to start with me. Oh man. We're going to snag. Snag. No, we're going to shag. Shag. I did. God That's damn the first it, time. Nate. That's the first time I've done that. You always give Nate shit for that. Uh, now you go ahead and do it yourself. It's the BBK talking. What are you going to shag? It is the BBK. What talking. am I going to shag? Oh, <laughs> You know what? I'm gonna shag the 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 castle anthrax scene. <laughs> that is yeah, one of are. my favorite <laughs> scenes, and it fits because oh, it was very important to me in my youth. Oh my, <laughs> just the dialogue in that in that scene is hilarious. Where they're <laughs> yeah, like what was her name? Zoot. Zoot was the the first girl, and and then um, her, her twin sister, sister was. Um, Dingo? Dingo, yeah. yeah. Dingo. The names and all that Because well, the, the nurses were, were Piglet and... Uh, oh, what was that? The, the other one, I can't the remember. One. Piglet and something else. But yeah, we are doctors. Yeah, we are doctors. <laughs> they, they do have basic, medical, basic, basic training. Basic medical training. <laughs> well, it, it's... Yeah, because Monty Python was always known for the guys playing the girls. And this is like the first scene where it's like actual... It's right. girls playing girls for the and most they part. And they were all crazy hot, too. Super hot. Yeah. And the ultimate male fantasy, she's like, you know, we're just uh, so many, like so many score women between 16 and 19 and a half. <laughs> that, that's what made me laugh my ass off. The 16 and 19 and a half. <laughs> Insane. That's, a, that's the first time that Sir Galahad is called Sir Galahad the Chaste. Too, right, like. the chase, which I didn't, I didn't understand as a kid. Yeah, I thought he was somebody was chasing him. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. It, I was like, oh, now it makes more no, sense. He's just trying scene. to avoid it, but they finally convince him. Right, they, not, not for long. Yeah, because when they, when when uh, um, Sir Lancelot, Lancelot Lancelot comes and he goes, no, 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 there's only 150 of them. I can take them. I can take them. Too much peril. Too, too much peril. peril. Yeah, too I can much. take a little peril. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you're gay. No, I'm not. That was the, that line. The last line that my uncle always used to say. That. I bet, I bet you're okay. gay. No, I'm not. <laughs> That's great, uh, Tony. What do you got? Uh, I'm gonna go with the uh, the Tim the Enchanter and the 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 rabbit uh, and the the holy hand grenade of Antioch mm-hmm. uh, sequence, specifically the holy hand grenade, because they they start this bit and it's pretty late in the movie when this happens, where. Uh, King Arthur keeps saying five for everything instead of three. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it goes on way too long. Yeah, but. yeah. <laughs> like, and I rewatched it before this, and I was like, "Wait, they're still doing this bit when they get to the bridge? Like, it's kind of crazy that they just committed to this. They're playing the long game." Um, but specifically with that scene, you have this uh, this guy who's I think it's Michael Palin. He's he's got the book of armaments, and he goes through this whole thing about how. It's you can't say one or two or or, or don't stop at one. You can say two. Uh, you you can't say two unless you go to three. Right. Made it to three. Five is right out, and it's just it's right out. This whole bit, and then he gets the grenade, and he goes one, two, five, and the guy goes three, sir. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> three. <laughs> and then he chucks the grenade. It's it's just I think it's that bit is one of my favorite bits because it's just just keeps going throughout the last. 20 minutes of that movie yeah <laughs> and then you got the tim the enchant which is just funny because you're you seem like oh merlin 
and he goes, I'm, right. my name's Tim. <laughs> You're like, what? There are those who call me Tim. Yeah, yeah. Tim. He thinks about it. He, he says this is a question. He doesn't even say it. He, those that call me Tim. 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 <laughs> it's like which, a question. Which is, which is another, I love that little gag because they're using these totally non-medieval names. Because mm-hmm. they do it early in the movie. He's like, old woman, man. It's like, you could have called me Dennis. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know you were called Dennis. Yeah. You didn't ask. <laughs> yeah. It's so, those names are so basic and plain. It's so amazing. I love it. Yeah, Tim and Tim the Enchanter. Well, and and just Tim up. trying to explain, like, like they see the rabbit and of course they're just clowning and he's just trying to explain it and he's just like, he's getting, well, it's got teeth like it's got this look, look at, at the, the bones, bones. Yeah. <laughs> the bones and, and even like oh Cleese is so great in that um but his he's actually when he's explaining it he's spitting and yeah. i don't know how those guys yeah. didn't flinch because so much spit is coming yeah. out of his mouth that's something yeah. that i noticed such on the rewatch i was I, like he's just sp- he's straight up spraying, spraying yeah i noticed that today when i watched it i was like he's like just like spraying everywhere <laughs> brad what are you gonna shag um, it's actually kind of related to Tony is just the, the silly violence. Like I, I kind of feel like I'm the Looney Tunes generation grew mm-hmm. up on just slapstick violence and, and ridiculousness. And this took it to another level. It was like as a kid after watching, you know, countless hours of Looney Tunes and, and just ridiculous, uh, uh, cartoons and, and stuff like that. This was like a movie that was doing that. And like, I'm when you first see, an arm get chopped off and it's just gushing blood and you're just like, what is going on? Like they can do this. Like yeah. this is like violence, but it's hilarious. And, and just all of the, the slapstick violence in it is, is great. The, the, the rabbit, um, my particular favorite is the, the, just the castle when, when Lancelot's going through the castle and it's just, he's just <laughs> wrecking shop. Yeah. Kicks the bride in the chest. Oh my gosh. It's, it's, oh. I, I, it's one of my favorite scenes. And just the, by the fact, the fact that it like starts again too, when he right. comes out. Oh, and sorry, sorry. Yeah. I just, I just get carried away. I just get carried away. That was the funniest part of that scene though, where he kicks the bride in the chest. I'm like, he just kicked that bitch in the chest. <laughs> so bad. And then he stops by the flowers. He chops the flowers yeah. just for no reason at all. But he's like hacking and slashing everybody, but he gets to the bride and goes, <laughs> there, there was there and again this is a movie i've seen just i don't know how many like 20 30 40 times at least yeah and there was something i noticed last or when it, it was last night i think we did my rewatch or whatever but uh when they're retreating from the castle the first time that they start getting the animals launched uh, uh launched at them lancelot runs up and he hits the castle with his sword like once and yeah. then yeah. runs away <laughs> yeah and you it's know like, that's cleese just totally like ad-libbing <laughs> he's, he's the brave one yeah so he's gonna go give it one whack and then he then he finally <laughs> Stabbing the castle. <laughs> oh, that's so good. So yeah, just just silly. And and you know what? This is a, a nice also segue because you know next week we're going to be talking about uh, the silliest violence in movies, right? For our draft. So oh man, look at that. That's just a little uh, preview, a little there. teaser, a little teaser. Um, I'm going to shag just a lifetime of of quoting lines and scenes from this movie, and and how much entertainment it's given me in my real life. Uh, uh, and connecting with somebody who's seen this movie. Um, and like, especially with my dad, uh, my dad loved this movie and hearing my dad say, me, <laughs> just, <laughs> Oh God, it, it made me feel, it was so happy. And he just loved this stuff. So I love quoting with him, talking with him and, and coming up with it. We even had some, somebody gave him, um, I think one of my cousins gave him a set of coconuts that were actually Monty Python. <laughs> oh, ah, a little okay. bag, a little, little that's cheap little good. coconuts. And, and, uh, which the coconuts are just, that's the most ridiculous thing. <laughs> <laughs> so great. <laughs> so good. So when he's, good. when he's jumping over the rocks. And yeah. Oh, <laughs> so good. I just love to the, when they, uh, he rolls up to the castle and 
what they talk about the sparrows and <laughs> <laughs> the swallows. Yeah. Very, swallows, very, swallows, very, swallows, very, very, swallows, very yeah. technical talk about yeah, yeah, yeah. physics. The, it could be an African swallow. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, that's another story. <laughs> I, I want everybody real quick. Just we got to go around the table real quick. And what is the one line that maybe you feel like you've said the most? Oh, jeez. Mm, I, I can start because I think <laughs> I, I think I've probably said it more than anything. It's just I got better. Yes, like I think that's I think that's my line that I've yeah, probably that, said the most. That was mine. Like, yeah, I, she turned me into a newt. A newt. I got better. I got better. I got, I got better. better. That's that's what I would say. I've said, I don't know why, but I've made the joke, "Bring out your dad." Yeah, a bunch of times. And I don't know what context, why it would make sense, but it did at the time, and it was hilarious. So. It's good. Yeah, probably like when they're when he's fighting the Black Knight. And he's got like no limbs left, but like oh. one leg. And he's like, "What are you gonna do? Bleed on me?" Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'm gonna change my answer in the same scene. It's just a flesh wound. Yeah. Flesh I've said that a is, bunch of times. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Growing up as a kid, that was what we always used to say: "Just a flesh wound." It's just a flesh wound. Just yeah. Flesh wound. I mean, that's the thing. There's, that's so many quotes from this movie that have been used. Absolutely. That, I mean, it was just it was a part of my childhood, and and even growing up, and I still think still say things from this movie all the yeah. time. Yeah. I, well, I didn't vote for you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't vote for kings. Um, snags. Uh, who wants to start with the snags? Brad. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. It's again. I said silly violence for my shag, but now my my snag is just comedy that works on on numerous levels. Like mm-hmm. anytime you can watch a movie when you're a kid, and, and there's certain things that just just resonate with you, and, and you're just loving it. And then later on, you watch it, and there's jokes like, "Oh, I didn't get that joke." Like, "Oh, that was yeah. that's actually pretty funny." And then you start getting like the political humor of it, and then you get to uh, uh, help. I'm being oppressed, and like getting like what they're talking about there. The whole dynamics of Michael Palin's whole spiel there when he's in the field and like right before that where he gets repressed yeah. and it's so good like and, and it's you're as a kid you have no idea what he's talking about but it's still funny <laughs> as, yeah. yeah you just do it now yeah it's, it's it's so that's the thing it's just it's there's multi levels to to monty python style of humor and and i love the fact that it's like there's just jokes that that build on jokes and build on jokes and it's something that's a callback from later, like all the physics talk with the, uh, the, 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 the swallows and, and then that, that actually ends up playing later into the movie. And right. it's yeah. just like so much of it is it, when they first, know, when they first so meet Galahad, swallows. he's like sitting there playing with the, or what is it? No, it wasn't Galahad. It's uh, uh Benavir. Benavir. With the, with, with the, he's, he's got the, the coconut, the coconut. Yeah. <laughs> and the pigeon. <laughs> It's just like that's just just all of that is well, just, just great. Just like the end too, where they go where he, the the swallows. He goes, "How do you know so much about swallows?" Because you know these things as a king. <laughs> you, need to know, you need to know these things as a king. <laughs> but the throwback uh, from the very beginning about the whole uh, the so coconuts good. and swallows. So good. Okay, uh, who wants to snag? Uh, I'll, I'll snag. Milo. I will say I'm gonna snag going back to like it's just the quotable scenes was just amazing. Mm-hmm. Just like the scenes we just talked about with like what was it the filth farmers or whatever it was, yeah. you know? Them or the bringing out your dead, that whole scene where the guy's begging him to take the guy. No, I, I could go for a walk. <laughs> Come on, can you help me out? <laughs> Not dead yet. I'm doing better. Yeah, I'm doing better. <laughs> He's like, can you help me out? Fucking wax move the head. Thank you. I feel happy. Yeah. But is that I, what he says? It's happy? I feel happy. Yeah. yeah. I feel happy. But I would say my favorite scene, though, as a kid, I would have definitely said, even before I watched this movie, I said, I will snag like that fight between you know Arthur and the knight. 
mm-hmm. you know, black but guy. yeah, black guy. But watching it now, I'm gonna say like the best scene that I really want to. I'm gonna just I'm gonna snag this actually, the witch scene. That cracks yeah. me up so much where they they put the nose on her and yeah. dress her up. What do you also burn with the witch? And More witches. <laughs> yeah. Dude, and I've watched this so many times and I'm always just drawn to John Cleese in kind of in the middle in the back there. His commitment to when they're saying burn her He's yeah. just going for it. Yeah. It's He's so like good. punching his hand. Yeah. He's just like just so <laughs> yeah. excited Fired to burn up. a witch. Oh, I love his <laughs> the, commitment. The there, whole there thing a, with what else floats? A duck. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So if if she floats and the duck floats, she, she's made of wood. Yeah. And <laughs> you know? uh and Eric Idle has my favorite line in that whole thing where he's like like what what do you do with wood? How how do we prove that she's made of wood? Let's make a bridge out of her. Let's <laughs> build a bridge out of her. <laughs> It's so like dumb. I completely forgot about that line. I've seen that movie countless yeah, times. Like, that's like the that's, what I'm also a, floats. Yeah, <laughs> very small rocks. Very small yeah. rocks. <laughs> I'm, that's my snag. I'm gonna snag that I, scene. I right love there. it. That's great, uh, Tony. What do you got? Um, I'm gonna snag uh, Terry Gilliam, the filmmaker, mm-hmm. because I feel scenario. like this movie is kind of like the movie that. Of course, launched his career, but everything that he's done since then has been unique and funny and odd and just quirky. And this movie, like, you know, I mean, the horses with the coconuts and, like, all of the stuff in this movie that's, like, self-referential and, like... He kind of took that and just made a career out of it, really. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's like this gave him the confidence to like move on and be like, you know what? I'm going to do some weird stuff that just maybe only a few people really like, but I'm fine with that. He's kind of like, for me, he's like the comedy like David Lynch. Yeah. Where he's just, he does whatever <laughs> he wants to do, and you're either going to be with it or you're not, but like he's never going to do anything less than what he wants. Yeah. Dig that's, it. that's some confidence. I, yeah. I really dig that. Um. I'm gonna I'm gonna snag, um, not necessarily from this movie, but all all movies, Monty Python's music in general, um, specifically the Knights of the Round Table, the Camelot song, <laughs> yeah, and this. But there's also some stuff that they've done with with the Flying Circus and all. It, they, there's a, they have a song called "Sit on My Face" that is absolutely brilliant and so good. Yeah. But the 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 Camelot scene when when the knights are Knights of the Round Table. It's so ridiculous. You got to know what the lyrics are, though. So you put on some some subtitles. But all I, the Abels, all I, the, the I rhymes like to, of Abels. I was going to yeah. read some lyrics here, if you guys don't mind. Yeah, no, you, you got to. I, I noticed this on my rewatch with the subtitles. Clark, Clark Gable at one point. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we're Knights of the Round Table. We dance whenever we're able. We do routines and chorus scenes with foot footwork impeccable. <laughs> So impeccable, they make it. They make it work. We dine well here in Camelot. We eat ham and jam and Spamalot. Yeah, which spawned the the Spamalot. Spamalot, yeah, yeah. Okay, we're knights of the round table. Our shows are formidable. <laughs> so formidable, they made it work. But many times we're given rhymes that are quite unsingable. <laughs> we're opera mad in Camelot. We sing from the diaphragmalot. <laughs> it's. The wordplay is clever as fuck. In war, we're tough and able, quite indefatigable. 
Between our quests, we sequin vests and impersonate Clark Gable. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. a busy life in Camelot. I have to push the pram a lot, which a pram is a baby carriage. Baby carriage in, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which I didn't know when I was a kid. <laughs> That's great. And it's just, I've, I've never really dissected those lyrics, but damn it, they're funny. There's and, a, in, in the middle, just to drop the music for a second, have the guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is my favorite part of the whole thing. The slave hanging, slapping his hands real quiet. <laughs> there, oh. there is a reason these guys oh. are comedy legends. Oh. They're yeah. geniuses. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, it's so, so great. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> so but yeah, I dumb. had I had the subtitles. I watched it and I was reading. Them, I'm like, oh my god, that's great. That yeah. is good. Yeah, it took me way too many years to finally put the the subtitles on for that scene yeah. in particular. Yeah. So anyway, okay, everybody, uh, snag. Yeah, that's everybody. Yeah. All right, body bag. I'll which, start. I'll start. I'm, I'm interested to see if if any of us have the same body bag because I think yeah. there might be, but we'll, let's find out. I, I'm I'll body bag. I'll say that like so. There are very memorable, funny scenes that are amazing, mm -hmm. but the lead up to some of those is just sometimes the pace is just like it dragged. And I, this like the little cut scenes to like with modern day, I didn't really care too much for that. Like the very ending of the movie, I'll, I'll body bag like that, those scenes, the fourth wall, yeah, the fourth wall. Yeah. I wasn't a big fan of that. So, I, I, I'm I'm gonna co-sign because I I threw body bag the ending. It's just like yep. I know sometimes in ridiculous silly movies like you got to just figure out how to end it, and they decided to go just <laughs> very weird because it's it, it's it doesn't make any sense of yeah. like this whole world, and then you've got modern day folks, and it's it doesn't connect whatsoever. But at least it ends the movie, I guess. That I'm co-signing as well because I remember that as a kid, my first watch being so disappointed. They're about, that's to that's storm the they're about to storm the castle. You best the see French are finally going to get their fucking like, revenge. I mean, they're going to get their their, their business. Like they're going to yeah. put it on to them. And yeah. so, yeah, it definitely. And I read that actually John Cleese hated that ending too, but he also said that they really couldn't think of an ending, so they just said, "Fuck it, we'll set it like this." Yeah, because I mean, they could keep going with that movie over, you know, storm Suppose the castle or they had a scripted version where they were going to find the grail at Harrods, which is like their, the big luxury department store in London. Like okay. <laughs> they were going to, they were going to find the grail there, which I, I don't know how that's going to happen, yeah. but I don't know. I saw something else where they, they had a, a, a there was going to be a big showdown between them, the French, and they're going to bring back the bunny somehow and, and <laughs> have him fight. And so oh it yeah. would have been great. So I think we're all kind of in, in yeah. agreement yeah. there. Yeah. Those. Like I, I had that before I rewatched it, like because it was it's the same thing. It's like, and this it's not that these cops just show out. Of, uh, like there's the scene where they like chop the historian's head off or whatever. They like yeah. cut him down, and they keep referencing that throughout the movie. And so on the rewatch, I was like, okay, this is absurd. But this movie is absurd in a way <laughs> right. that it, it it's not that it works, but it's like it works, but it doesn't work. And it's fine. And it's hard for me to find any other thing that I would body bag in this movie other yeah. than that. No, That's I pretty agree. much what it came down to. Yeah, me. And, and, and I literally I, I just thought back to my youth and I just remember being so bummed yeah. that they didn't have a fight at the yeah. end and they i was like because look at all the people that i was so stoked he has an army they're gonna beat the crap out of these horrible french guys I, that have been taunting them I, so yeah, horribly i'll body bag this i'll body bag 
after that happens and it's just a black screen and it's the Wurlitzer going on for like three, four minutes and you're thinking, oh, there's something's going to happen and nothing happens. Nothing happens. Yeah, because they did the credits at the beginning. All the credits are at the front. And uh, I, w- I will say that, I mean, obviously it's silly as well is that the fact that they, they leave the little island, they had the boat to the island, yeah. but then they just walk across. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I think that's part of me that uh, as a kid, it was like, how are they going to get across the water? Are they all just going to run across? Like yeah. what's going to happen here? The score, and then- The score is great on that. As well. Can I just say to you though, like I will say about the the Frenchman in the castle, they act the shit out of that. Like the dude oh, that's yeah. like going with his hands on, like, yeah. just uh, going I, for it. I will say that's that's one of the line that I think I've said as much as some of the others is. Oh yes, it's very nice. <laughs> There's, I, I, I say I told that a him lot. We already too. have one. <laughs> and they start laughing. Yeah. But, but another part from that whole is when when they bring up the, uh, the the Trojan rabbit, then the three guys are at the gate. And he's like, "What's that? What's that one? Huh? A present? What's that? Huh? Let's get it or let's go." So it's like he talks in French. They don't understand it. He and speaks he in English, English, and they get it. Yeah. It's such a subtle, funny, stupid yeah. thing. And, it's uh, so, and then, of course, the, the, the what happens now? <laughs> oh. Well, we, we jump out. We jump out. <laughs> Perhaps a large wooden badger. badger. <laughs> so damn good. Uh, oh, this movie. Yeah. If you don't like it, fuck off. Well, okay. Do you think? Do you think we should? Do you think we should tell people about other things they might want to watch? Yeah. Like let's let's move on to the next because uh, we could throw lines all night long. Yeah. For sure. Crackle, Pluto, HBO, find anime on Crunchyroll. Peacock, Hulu, Disney, Netflix, Doobie, Sling TV. Shuzan, Shura, Fubo. What the fuck is Fubo? Oh, I'm sure it'll cause a sensation. It's a streaming recommendation. I'm a little mad because I just realized that I totally was going to have us um, pull up a phone or something and record a live version of the uh, drinking with the director at the release. There's a few things like I, we didn't take a scary refrigerator. Gosh, you're scary <laughs> your, your horror movie scary, uh, scary refrigerator is 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 it needs a movie about it. It loves ice. I think we have to write a script. Well, I mean, they did one for a tire. Why not a refrigerator? Yeah. Scary refrigerator. All right. Um, um, no, I was gonna say we also, you know, we didn't take a picture with Walter and Jake and like the the, the crew. Like that was kind of something. Something else we didn't do <sighs> is we didn't. Take a paper. That's the magic and, of and, BBK and make the paper cut. We we, we, <laughs> we you forget we, everything that you were yeah. talking to. Yeah, you know, folks. I, I there's a little bit of disappointment in in all of us because we did talk about the fact that, and I gave him every opportunity to opt out, and he didn't opt out until the the day of the event was to to you know do a little jackassery and cut Nate's toes. The the webbing of his toes is going to be cut with paper. And uh, I was going to use the, the 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 sword that uh, uh, Beatrix gets from uh, what's his name in the, in, um, uh, fuck gosh dang it uh, oh, Hattori uh, Hanzo there you go from Hattori Hanzo and you know I was going to get that sword and I was going to cut through his fucking webbing of his toes and he pushed out. I don't know if he pushed out because we didn't, didn't really push didn't, him. Didn't he say his dad offered him two hundred dollars? That's it? what it was. <laughs> his dad, oh. who's one of our Keith, we love you. You're Keith, one of our biggest fans, so and much. you were like, "I don't want my son embarrassing himself like that." Yeah, 
and, See, and you would have been the opposite. You'd be like, I'll give you $200. You guys do it. <laughs> <laughs> do a couple extra. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so that didn't happen, unfortunately. Yes, folks, we kind of promised some shit that didn't happen, and, and I apologize. Okay. So. so we would never do that on the real drunks, guys. Just letting you guys know. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right, well, I'm, I'm showing up next episode that I, that I get to be a part of. I'm going to cut some fucking toes. Here we go. Streaming Rex. Be ready. Something that uh, if somebody likes this, they're going to like uh, something else they can stream. Any suggestions? Oh, gosh. You guys want me to go first? You can. Sure. I don't think mine's going to get stolen, so I, th- I think I'm good. Um, you know, going like with the kind of slapsticky comedy, you know, of Monty Python, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Mel Brooks. Oh, and I'm gonna say one of my all-time favorite Mel Brooks movies. I'm gonna go Spaceballs. Okay, you know it's it's slapsticky. I mean, obviously the like Monty Python isn't like parody, uh-huh. but you know it's their own little it thing. It kind but, of is, yeah. But parody on like yeah, I, if you those, like those those same type of humor that era yeah. of, of mm-hmm. film. But I'm gonna go with like you know Spaceballs, like slapsticky. It's one of my all-time favorites. Mel Brooks. Yeah. Is up there, so I'm gonna go with that. Sweet, okay, that's a solid one. Tony, what do you got? Um, do you know? Do you know what stream is it streaming anywhere right now? Spaceballs. Oh, you know what? That's a good question. I just kind of picked that off the top of my head. Okay. Um, the movie that I'm gonna go with is kind of in the same vein. It's a movie that I saw uh, that was sort of piggybacking off another movie that I saw from these guys. So the the movie that I'm gonna pick is called Top Secret. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, great one! It's uh, the guys who made Airplane did this mm-hmm. movie, and it's uh, Val Kilmer, his first role actually. Um, it's it's really silly. I, I won't say that it's funnier than Airplane because I feel like Airplane's like it's hollowed ground. Like you can't say anything. It's funnier than that. But I feel like there are jokes in like the scene where he's fighting underwater in like the saloon in Top Secret is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, I, I haven't you, seen it in so long. I need to rewatch it's it. Been it's been a long time. There's so many good jokes. It's just joke, joke, joke after joke, joke, yeah. joke. And uh, I think it's it's it, you can rent it on. I think you can rent I, it on Pluto TV. There you go. Pluto TV is yeah. what I see here. And and I love that the cover. It says Shh, top secret. It's got the cow, and it says from the makers of the original airplane. And then a little asterisk, and it says. Not the Wright Brothers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, it's, um, it, it's available on uh, Spaceballs is on yeah, Max. On Max, yeah. yeah. Spaceballs right. on Max. Um, uh, Max. And, and you know what, Tony, it's funny because uh, you went with uh, with Zaz, Zucker, Abram Zucker. And mm-hmm. and I my, my point by choosing Airplane is the fact that, you know, they're, I think, maybe closer to their movies that they've made or closer to like the Monty Python than any other kind of American filmmaker. So okay. I mean, they're doing things. Although they're the not the ones performing, I mean they've got they they know how to pick the right people to perform. I mean yeah. choosing Leslie Nielsen, a serious actor, and putting him into the role of the doctor on, on airplane. Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Is just brilliant bringing yeah. Kareem Abdul Jabbar into the airplane <laughs> Listen, and then kid. doing some amazing just jokes with him is like, no, that's not who I am. My name is Roger Murdoch. And then finally, I'm an grab, pilot. and when he, when he, he, he like looks yeah. away as he grabs the kid and he drags him to him, he says, Listen, kid, I don't care what your dad says. It's just so great. Have you ever seen a grown man naked? <laughs> So, so yeah, they're 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 like right in the same wheelhouse, and of course, I watched Airplane and Shit Ton when I was yeah. a kid, and, and there was 
you know. That is one that you and I, I think, have talked about yeah. doing ah. this show, on this show at some point. Hopefully, we can will. I just say I do love that that scene with the two kids with the coffee scene. <laughs> oh yeah, hella old. <laughs> I like my coffee black, like my, my men. men. My men. <laughs> the kid, the, the boys, is like what? The, the talking jive scene is like oh. one of the, the none. I speak jive. <laughs> It wasn't, it wasn't not a piece of the pole. It was Barbara Billings. It was, oh, it was the old it was, lady. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Leave, was it Leave It to be the Beaver's leave Mom? Leave It to Beaver, yeah. 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 Flatten me a piece of the polder. It's just incredible. Is that streaming anywhere? <laughs> um, it's maybe on Prime Video or Paramount. Like, you know, okay. Just Watch, it looked a little confusing. It's like right. subscription or something. I don't know what that means. Maybe you got to have Paramount. Maybe you got to have Prime. Try it. Love it. And if Classic. not, just rent it. Yeah, it's, you should definitely it's, it's worth it. That's definitely worth it. It's a great one. Um, mine's going to be a little different. Um, not quite as slapsticky, but definitely in the genre of the medieval times. A movie that I really, really love. It's kind of weird because it mixes medieval, medieval times with current day music. I'm going with A Knight's Tale. Yeah. Little Heath Ledger. Little Heath Incredible. Ledger. And just a fun movie. Um, funny um, and just kind of, kind of, like I said, kind of quirky with, with bringing in like the David Bowie and the "We Will Rock yeah. You," and it, it's it's very different. But I just I just dig the movie. When it first came out, like that actually took me out of it. I didn't uh-huh. like it, but the more you watch the it, the more I watch it, the more it is a great movie. Yeah, it, the, the cast is amazing in it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, ahead of its time because yeah, like, it was. Um, Sofia Coppola did Marie Antoinette, and that was like one of the big things with that movie is that they had like. 80s pop music in it mm-hmm. right and like of course this movie came out before that and it's different like styles of movie like this nice tells more like popcorn kind of fun ag- adventure movie but i feel like that movie was really one of the movies that took the idea of like pop music and melding it with like medieval whatever it just especially the da- great. the dance scene w- and when they meld the actual medieval dance style and then it actually during the song m- morphs into, into David, David Bowie, Bowie. Yeah. yeah it was really really cool I think Boss Lerman was also one who who kind of right. yeah, really got absolutely. into that as well um I will say after Night's Tale I thought I wanted all my my stock in Paul Bettany like I thought he was going to be like yeah. the superstar of all superstars like this guy is hilarious he's amazing his comic timing is perfect yep. and he's had a good career he has but I, he just he, I don't think he didn't he never blew up like I thought he was like well, I thought he was going to be like one of the funniest people like like a a Hugh Grant of like the 2000s like yeah. was going to be Paul Bettany and and it didn't seem to work out that way so I mean he did a movies after that like he did Wimbledon which I actually really enjoyed Wimbledon have you ever mm-hmm. seen that one it's pretty good but he was actually getting ready to quit acting. And I I read an article or an interview where he said he was literally left his agent's office and was sitting on the curb just saying, I got to quit. I'm done. I'm, I, I'm not getting anything. And then he got a call to be Jarvis in, in Iron Man. And that yeah. actually saved his career. And he's like, okay, cool. Yeah. And then he just started doing... He's had a pretty and, good career with, with Marvel. Like, yeah. obviously... He's wearing a lot of makeup as as Vision yeah. and, and and stuff, but uh, he's he's done all. He right. was all, awesome in WandaVision, and then uh, he was really good. I liked him in 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 Solo. I thought he was really good. He's in that, good in Solo. A really good one too uh, is Legion. If you've ever seen Legion, Mm-mm. yeah, that was like a was that like a angel kind of? Yeah, thing? it's like a prophecy type movie where he uh, he plays um, Michael the angel, and like basically God's given up on on men, so he sends the all the angels to kind of like and it's like, like the war right it's like basically yeah. the big the big yeah, fight and he's trying to save like the chosen one type thing at like this little it's like hollywood was 
trying to like capitalize off like Constantine. Because yeah, that, that was okay. a big but thing. Zach, he did a really good job. And like you actually believe him as like an action. Yeah. 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 Nice. Well, anyway, nice tales on Hulu. <laughs> hey, got a lot of got got a lot of conversation. That, that's it. Uh, let's move on to the next segment. Why not? No jet wash for Maverick. Mexico on that goose stick. Iceberg list Titanic. Leo's drawing that nude shit. Jim fucks Nadia like we all thought he should. Ricky and Doughboy get the fuck out the hood. Luke hooks up with Leia just like he's intending. It's time for a reshelf and alternate endings. Well, based on our body bags, obviously, all of us didn't like the ending, so we better have some good alternate endings, right? <laughs> you know, I, I've got one. Like, li- like, literally, they could not think of a good ending for this movie. Like, Monty Python, like, the whole troop couldn't think of a good ending, so we're like, I don't we know can do I, it. Yeah, maybe, maybe we can do it. Um, my, mine is just, it's not even like, an, it, it, it doesn't really even work, because this movie's slapstick and silly, and, and right. the whole juxtaposition of the modern era with the, the the medieval times doesn't doesn't really make sense um but what i what i like to think though is that as the cops are you know they're starting to like arrest everybody and they're they're being like maybe one of the 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 knights like ends up getting shot boom 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 and it's like oh you think oh my god they killed this guy mm-hmm. and then they realize they go over and all these like scientists come out and they have like, like little ipads and stuff and what it was is that this was basically like an offshoot of Westworld. It was like the medieval world, and the the robots had gotten off somehow their little their little land, and they just kind of <laughs> were doing their own little thing. Just they're all little AI controlled, just doing their little thing, and that's like that's they create their own little universe. And the humans were trying to like fuck, we got to like wrap this up and and fix this. And they figured out where they were, and now they were like trying to capture them all and bring them back to the medieval land so they could reprogram them and you know put them back into play. All so, right. all right, it was the Westworld West adventure. World. I dig it. I dig it. That's it. One thing I would would have liked to have seen is is maybe somehow bring back the monster that ends up like eating the, the monster. Brother of, ah. <laughs> yeah, maybe somehow they catapult that thing into the uh, into the French uh, castle there and, and take those guys out. But some, it's just something to. I, God, I hated those French. Win, winning at the end, <laughs> fucking friend. They were so mean, yeah, and so uh, mean. just well, you're, you're, you're assuming that the cops just like left them alone. They're like, eh, those people, the French over there on the island, we'll just leave. Cops them there. don't like to get wet. It's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> so they're not gonna cross the water. Oh man, wow. um, the, the, we didn't even mention the whole the, throughout this whole pod the arg scene. Like, wait, I love that he's like, wait, did he write? You wouldn't write arg, arg. if you were dying. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he was dictating it. (laughs) I think it would have been interesting if, like, they actually, like, booked them. Like, they took them to a jail and, like, booked them. And, like, they were in, like, whatever London jail or whatever. And it's just a bunch of just regular 70s criminals just sitting around. It's like, who are these guys? Like, what what did they do? Like... And like uh, maybe somebody's like drinking out of a cup and it's the Grail. Oh, huh. there you go. The there final go. shot. I like it. I love it. That's that's, a, that's, that's creative that's artistry right there. I love it. I would I would say I would if I had changed anything I would change the very end obviously where they sack the castle. The they find the Grail. The only one that's left alive is Arthur, right? He's on the run trying to save it. He goes to the Middle East. Flash forward nineteen forty. 
Oh, this is Indiana Jones. We're <laughs> dropping and, it into the crusade. So it's actually Arthur in in the cave. Yeah, yeah. It's, That's so, Arthur. So archaeologist and his Nazi lover. <laughs> does 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 the the Arthur the ghost doesn't look that different from Arthur? He does does kind of look right? like him. You know what I'm saying? Mm, oh, mm, that would have been mm. a nice little callback. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then he passes the torch to uh, to an archaeologist named uh, Doctor Henry Jones Jr. Hey. I like that. Dig it. That's 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 terrific. Um, I will say that the, you know, looking at this, there's there's a knight. He, he dresses his armor is all black, mm-hmm. and he somehow withstands. You know, having all of his limbs chopped off. I think that dude comes back for some revenge at some point. I think uh, those limbs grow back. Oh, for sure. Because like Deadpool. He's a fucking vampire. A vampire. Oh. And this is Monty Python, the Holy Grail, till dawn. Till dawn. Absolutely. Because he, he, I mean, who's surviving that? He's got all his limbs chopped off. And he off. says, get back here. I'll bite your legs off. Yeah, he's got, he's, the fangs were probably out. Fangs we couldn't out. see it because he had yeah. the mask on, well, but that was definitely a vampire under there. Then like shake that helmet off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying he regenerates. If you ever watch Blade, they regenerate. Yeah. It happens. I think it takes my favorite a while. part of that scene is before when he's fighting the other guy and he's like running at him with like an axe. And he just fucking throws the sword <laughs> yeah. right at his through, face. Through the slit in the helmet. Well, even must most absurd is that I must cross this bridge. <laughs> it's like a creek <laughs> where he can just that's, step that's, across. That's dry. There's no water yeah. in it. It's, it's kind of like a Monty Python, the uh, um, Robin Hood Men in Tights uh-huh. with uh, Little John. No. <laughs> so, this whole movie is like... A roll's a roll and a toll's a toll. This whole movie is a bunch of people who are supposed to keep something... Like you're supposed to keep people from crossing something, and they can't do it. The Black Knight can't do it. The three-headed guys can't do it. The yeah. Knights Who Say Knee can't do it. Mm-hmm. The guy at the end who was like, the I don't know that three. we didn't talk about the questions, the questions three, which is none three. of those people can oh, so can great. can keep color? people from crossing whatever bridge that they want to cross. Another line that's easy. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite why color? Blue. You, I mean, yellow. Why would so you not cocky. know your favorite color? He's so cocky when he goes up there. But oh no, it's it's uh, Sir Robin is the one who gets the question about the uh, the capital of his or what's the capital Assyria. of Assyria? Assyria. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That. I don't know that. Oh gosh, shit, well, man. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed listening to uh, this as much as we enjoyed watching the movie and talking about it. Um, next week we have a draft, and we we've already kind of alluded to it earlier. But based on the Black Knight scene and the rabbit scene and these hilarious violent scenes, we are doing the funniest violent scene in a movie. So uh, we'll have uh, our, our friend Jason come and uh, judge us, and, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So next week, come and hang out with us for now. Knee. <laughs>